Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. My name's Obert. And I'm Blevin. This is Drinking Alone with Enemies today. No! Oh, God. What happened? What did you do to Tud? <laughs> Tud was supposed to be back this week. I don't know why you guys, I don't know why you invited me here. This is, this is on you. No, no. <laughs> this, you were supposed to, Tud, Tud said, yeah, I'm definitely going to be on the podcast. No, there's nothing 100%. that could stop me unless, and then a hyphen, and then that was the last text we ever heard. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, it's very suspicious. Very suspicious. Yeah, and yeah. all the calls seem to go right to voicemail, which is weird. But Right, right. It, oddly, enough, oddly enough, it's Blevin's voicemail. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but... it's, prob- it's probably coincidence. I wouldn't think too much on it. <laughs> I wouldn't dig too deep into it. Well, I'd say welcome, but... It's not true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just want to tell your listeners, though, if this is your first episode, just go ahead and delete it. <laughs> yeah. listen, listen to literally any other one. This one's going to go off the rails. <laughs> go ahead and delete it. Make sure you re- then re-download it when you finally get back to this episode. <laughs> right. That's what we always say. Yeah, exactly. Delete it, re-download it, delete it again. <laughs> just to make sure it's deleted, you have to re-download it twice or two or three times at least. So... <laughs> Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Blevin is our uh, resident enemy of the podcast. <laughs> uh, likes to heckle us through physical letters that he writes to our very real mailbox and also us on the Discord. So Yes. Yep. 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 He uh, he likes coconut frosting, which is ridiculous. I don't Yum. even understand. It's like the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> well, I only like it because you don't like it. Well, actually, I guess that works out. So do you like peas? Because I don't like peas very much. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. No one likes peas. <laughs> My dog likes frozen peas, I found out, which is weird. Hmm, that is weird. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I know dogs like carrots. They're big into carrots. I think the fact frozen that they're peas. frozen is part of what li- she likes so much about them. I don't understand. <laughs> she she likes carrots and anything extremely cold. <laughs> yeah, it got to be the po- it got to the point where I had like to pay the like freezer tax every time I opened the freezer. She'd come over like expecting some frozen peas. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't go in there without giving her a little a small handful of some some frozen peas to snack on. Does <laughs> one pea not do it? Uh, you know, I just give her like a tablespoon, you know, oh, just like measure it out. Good. Yeah, it's about cool. 18 peas. <laughs> <laughs> How many peas can you fit in a tablespoon? Let us know in the discord. Right. Yeah. One, one pea. <laughs> I am curious. I don't have peas, of course, but I am curious now. Can you Google that? <laughs> How many peas? How many peas in a tablespoon? How many peas in a tablespoon? If there are any results sure for can. this, I'm shocked. Because what recipe calls for like two tablespoons of peas? <laughs> How many peas How many? in a tablespoon? Um, 22, oh, no, 22 to 25 grams, grams of peas. Doesn't say. Uh, no. Okay. How many peas is one gram? We can figure this out. We're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I think we're this the first is, person ever asked. Honestly, this audio gold, though. This it really is. is. Really <laughs> this is really yeah. good. This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is how the magic is made. Yeah. Uh, this is no, why we'll I've been to... getting a lot of emails from your fans. 
<laughs> they're, all, they're always saying like, hey guys, why don't you get Blevin on, like breathe some life into this podcast, this dying <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's the same uh, old th- segments, the same old banter, it's everything. <laughs> all it is, all it is is just 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 vegetable conversion rates. That's all it is. Yep. <laughs> Volume measurements of spherical vegetables here is all we do on this podcast. That's all we do. <laughs> um, vegetables alone with friends. Yep. But we also drink alone with hosts. <laughs> co hosts. Co hosts, begrudging or invited. Um <laughs> For the sake of this podcast, I'll let Blevin uh, be considered a guest tonight. So we always are kind <laughs> to our guests and um, offer them the option to drink first on our show if they would like. So, uh, uh, sure. You want to kick us off with our our review segment of drinking alone with friends? Critically claimed. Uh, so today I'm drinking a Tox Earth from Tox Brewing Company in London, Connecticut. This is a double India pale ale brewed with local honey and matcha. Nice. I remember this is the brewery that uh, Tud had to drive to twice because he went and they were closed. So they didn't have the beer or something. So we had to go <laughs> go back the next something day. Something like that. Yeah. Well, actually, this is this is the one that uh, me and you over went to and we tried, if you remember. I um, do remember that. So... Me, I'm I'm obsessed with anything matcha or green tea, so I I, I just know this is gonna. Be. Yeah, I thought it was a a cool place when we went. They had some really interesting IPAs and non IPAs on the menu. And I'm again, yeah. I used to live in New London. I was sad when I went that it didn't exist when I lived there because it was a cool spot. <laughs> Lots of yeah. toxic plants all over. <laughs> um, so on the nose, I don't get a ton of matcha. But tasting it, you definitely do. Um, I don't know if you guys have had the Outer Light. Uh, it's Green Tea Ninja Trail, something like that. I think I did once long, long ago. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, I, th- that I one think has a the, long time ago. Yeah, that one has a very subtle green tea flavor. This one is much more, much more in your face. Looks like we got a 9.3 ABV on this one. So That's it's up stout. There. Yeah, respectable. Yeah. I feel like... Green tea, if green tea worked well in a beer, more breweries would do it, I feel like. Yeah, it's it's definitely a hard flavor to do, I think, because of it's so subtle. And I also wonder what the market is for it. You know, how, how many people are like, oh, a green tea flavored beer, that's really what I want, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a good point. I feel like green tea and hops, this, those taste buds are like polar opposites. They kind of yeah. are opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, but yeah, so I, it's... um. It's brewed by the 12% Beer Project because it's actually a um, collaboration with Abomination Brewing, which I think you guys had on. Before. Yeah, they're wandering into yeah, the fog. That, that was a really good, good one. Um, so, yeah, it's got some got some pretty cool can art, just like most of the Tox beers. It's got like a, a deer that kind of looks like a Sulu. You guys can see that. Wait, how do you say that <laughs> mythical creature's name? Uh, the way I said it the first time was probably correct. Which r- r- I wouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't go too deep too deep into that. How would you? How would you? How would you say it? How would you spell it? C T H Cthulhu. I mean, Cthulhu. Yeah. I mean, you spelt it right, <laughs> but you said it wrong. <laughs> That's a problem. We're, we're gonna edit that out anyway. We don't. If you're I'll gonna come onto this now. show and criticize us, then be prepared. <laughs> 
to get it thrown right back at you. <laughs> right. I mean, you've definitely heard 118 episodes at this point of us speaking completely fluent and with no mess ups <laughs> at all. So, you know, just be ready. Be ready. You can't bring Zulu in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Obert's going to edit, edit that out for me. Zulu. You get that clean? Yeah, I got that, that one clean? the second time. Excellent, excellent, yeah. excellent. Uh, so, yeah, so I guess, what do I do now? Do I rate the beer? Uh, yeah, yeah, you could do that. And it, it looks, sorry, it looks it like it is like kind of got a hint of green, maybe, or maybe it's just... Oh, yeah, it's definitely green. Um, I know it's hard to see through the webcam, but it's, yeah. it's pretty green. So that that's kind of neat. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Um, so I think, I don't really do the untapped, but I'm going to say three and a quarter. I think it's a good good rating. I, I really like this one. I, I bought a couple of four packs there. And so uh, so three and a, so three and a qu- quarter. But you say you really like it. What is like? Wait. So what is the untapped scale? It's up to four, right? No, it goes. No, it's up to five. Yeah, zero oh. to five to five. Okay. Well, I'm going right. to change my rating then. I'm going to say four and a quarter. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I thought I thought, right. I thought they uh, went up to four. That's my fault. Yeah. No. It, it's on a five. It's a five point scale. Don't worry, we've only talked about it a million yeah. times. Yeah, um, we can tell you're I've a, real, a real careful before. listener. And <laughs> <laughs> Blevin's sitting there, be like, "These idiots, they keep giving four and a half. You can't give four and a half. <laughs> Doesn't go that high. Why would the average be over four? <laughs> uh, so four and a quarter well, is your rating. That's pretty good. That's that's solid. Yeah, yeah but I, again, this is this beer is is made for me. I love matcha stuff, so it's it's going to be high no matter what. Now, for for people like let's just say let's just say Tud, you know, who may not is matcha just green tea? Like, is that like the flavoring, or is well, that like a special yeah, so herb? Like, or... So it's like ground up green tea, I believe. So like, if you have a, okay. a tea bag, it's, it's different than the matcha. So the matcha, you take it, you put it in a um, mortar and pestle type of thing, and you kind of like whisk it. This is the way you're supposed to make it. I don't know. Most people just take like scoops of the powder and put it in their smoothies or whatnot. But there is a certain oh, okay, way. Okay, okay. There is a certain way to make it. So, but like the difference is green tea, right? You don't eat the tea leaves afterwards. Matcha, you mix right. it With in. Matcha, you do. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, but, uh, I, but I believe it's the same leaf. I don't know. Just ground up. Okay. Really yeah. Okay. It's that makes sense. I'll let Tud know. Yeah. You know, he was he was curious. It's a tea smoothie. <laughs> it's, a tea, <laughs> it's a tea smoothie. Cool. So if you had to take a wild guess uh, at yeah. what the Untapped-Averse rates this, I swear to God, if you get this right. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, if he gets it right, we're, we're not. We're editing it so he gets it wrong. Yeah. So, by the way, I forgot. Two, yeah, you were right. It, the scale is actually zero to four. <laughs> <laughs> the scale goes from three to seven. I, do, I think people are going to like this less than me, but I still think it's going to be up there. I'm going to say, you know what, 420. Nice. I mean, you heathen. Um, so you are right. They don't. They don't like it quite as much as you, but it's still respectable. Uh, One thousand two hundred and twenty-nine check-ins. A uh, four point zero four. Ah, okay. So, that was my second guess. <laughs> right, right, right. Believe that. So, but still, still, that's solid for yeah a large amount of check-ins. So Robert, you had it. What did you think of it? Um, I liked it. I think. You're right by saying that uh, there's not a lot of demand for green tea beer out there. But uh, if you're someone who thinks that, that sounds appealing, um, I would seek it out. 
because it's an IPA that tastes like green tea. How often do you get to try one of those? So uh, I I think I rated it a three and a half, but uh, oh, okay, you know, they. I think the thing is that Tox does a lot of really good IPAs. So right. That one, I think, was a cool experiment, but not one that I would keep ordering every time I went back there, if that makes sense. We rated it three and a half out of four, right? Out of five. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. Okay, well, thanks for nothing, Blevin. Um, (laughs) I'm going to pick it up here. You know, I think it was two episodes ago, I was talking about uh, some of my favorite tiki drinks and one of them i decided to make tonight and that was the painkiller Ooh, okay yeah um i had a real dilemma or debate about authenticity because you remember my mai tai i (laughs) i macgyvered the cocktail i think was the episode title yes (laughs) i didn't have all the ingredients and going into tonight's show i was like i really want to make that painkiller and i have enough ingredients to make what i would consider a painkiller but if you went to a bar and ordered a painkiller and they gave you this, you'd be like, this is not the things that are in the drink that I ordered. <laughs> but um, I think it's close enough to a painkiller that I wouldn't want to call it anything different. Um, so I have some fun history here about the painkiller as we open Obert's liquor cabinet. Chris? Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Peek behind the curtain, guys. That's actually a cabinet that they just opened. Yeah, yeah. It really is. See? Crazy. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a, here's a little bit of story behind the painkiller. Uh, made with dark rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, and cream of coconut, the drink was created in the 1970s at the Soggy Dollar Bar in the British Virgin Islands, where a confluence of warm temperatures and vacation vibes necessitated cold, refreshing libations. And where, with no dock, dollars were bound to get wet as patrons swam ashore. Um, so to make it the true way, you need to use, uh, I think it's pronounced Pusser's Rum, P-U-S-S-E-R apostrophe S, Pusser's Rum, which is like a, it's a recreation of the British Royal Navy rum that was issued, in, that was issued to sailors until the 1970s. Um, they, I guess Pusser, they claim to make the same style, the same kind of rum that they gave all British sailors back in the day. Um, I already mentioned some of the ingredients and the right proportions are two ounces of Pusser's rum, four ounces of pineapple juice, an ounce of OJ, an ounce of cream of coconut. And then this part is important. The freshly grated nutmeg on top as the garnish and also a pineapple wedge for the side of the drink. Well, I got close. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i uh i have enough rums in my cabinet that i didn't want to buy another one so i used the myers dark rum and in the store i bought a blend of pineapple and coconut juice as opposed to using the little tiny cans of pineapple juice like the doles and uh the cream of coconut yeah. stuff and i also i had some coconut water lying around so i i mixed that in as well because why not um <laughs> I think coconut water tastes pretty gross. I think, Chris, you would definitely agree. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I will say, in terms of getting those electrolytes in you when you're hungover, it's really good at rehydrating you and getting rid of hangovers. So if you're someone who's like, oh, I always drink Gatorade, but it's too sweet. 
well, have some disgusting coconut water instead. <laughs> it's not as not nearly as much sugar. Um, so I did that, and then instead of using the freshly grated nutmeg, I just used some from the spice cabinet because you know I already had it. I'm not gonna go out and buy. I don't even know what nutmeg looks like. I'm imagining it's just like <laughs> an acorn that you take a grate or two. Now, what's the difference between the Prusser's rum and like the dark rum? What is Prusser's rum? I I've seen the name before, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's it's funny you ask that because I have their Wikipedia page open right now. <laughs> um, it was founded to produce, like I said, that Royal Navy recipe yeah. um, that they discontinued on, or they stopped issuing to all the sailors. Because I guess if you were a sailor before July 31st of 1970, they would just give you rum. like, And that's where like Navy proof or Navy strength rum that comes from too. Um, but they, it's a blend of five West Indian rums is what it is. And the name it's Royal Navy slang. Pusser comes from a purser, which was a ship supply officer. Um, and the word came to connotate, uh, 100% service and that's got abbreviated into purser and then Pusser. So that's how they came up with the name, but it's basically just a blend of five different kinds of rum. So I think if you, you know, had like a spice rum and a dark rum and a light rum. Um, yeah, but they, when the Navy stopped issuing rum to the sailors, Pusser basically bought all of the barrels and they bought the recipe and they said, we're just going to keep making the same thing because there's thousands of sailors that already like this stuff. So I definitely think you should invest in some cream of coconut. It's it's definitely a very very sweet uh, thing because I, I had recently made a painkiller and I used the cream of coconut. And it's it's very thick and it's very sweet. I think it might change the drink a lot from the coconut water. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I do have a pineapple coconut juice mix that's basically looks like a virgin pina colada. It is very like okay. thick. It is thicker, like like cream of coconut, but. Um, yeah, I shook all that in the shaker with some crushed ice and poured it with the crushed ice into the glass, um, which you can hear here. Look at that audio gold. Um, <laughs> this ASMR segment. Yeah. But, you know, it's January. Some of the shortest days of the year. We got a long way to go so we can be somewhere tropical, um, or at least a feeling tropical outside. So I needed a little bit of tiki bar action to, to keep me sane. So that's why I'm bringing that this week. Um, I really like the nutmeg on top. It feels like it makes it taste kind of like I'm drinking pie in a glass with a pina colada, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it's, it really has that same pumpkin spice vibes that you would get just um, with the nutmeg. But as always, I rate all of my cocktails a 5.0 on the Obert cocktail scale. This will be no different. Um <laughs> Really leaving Man of the People up as a competition between you two both today. So I know, right? Oh, the stakes have never been I higher. know, right? <laughs> this is like good versus evil here. <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. There's the official recipe. There's my take on it. I'll put a link in the show notes to how to make your own at home. And um, hey, you probably have most of the stuff lying in your shelf like I did. So why not? Have a little, have a little Caribbean cocktail. In the middle of winter with me. Mm. Now, let me ask, um, 
since there is coconut in it, is it very coconutty? Like, do you get strong coconut flavors? I don't. I think you would. <laughs> okay. We've established, I think, that a little bit of coconut goes a long way on Chris's palate. That's true. Yes, uh, I'm very good at detecting coconut. I'm like a bloodhound. It's like a variation of a pina colada, basically, except um, okay, with the nutmeg on top and that little bit of OJ. So right, um, that makes sense. Yeah. If yeah, you, if you could do a pina colada, you could probably do a, a painkiller because there's definitely more coconut in a pina colada. Right, for sure. Um, oh, I see. The, I, I just saw Chris pull his beer out of the fridge, and it is one that I gave you. I really like this one, too. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, with that, let me, uh, it's spoiled. Let, me, let me close my liquor cabinet here. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Chris, take it away. <laughs> All right. So as uh, we already discussed... Just a couple seconds ago, this beer is a sour ale from Rhombus Guys Brewing Company, and it is called Tropic Wonder. A uh, nice, brightly labeled can with, uh, again, beach vibes. Yeah. Right? Well, the this name is, of Tropic Wonder. Is, yeah. No, I think it's more, the, <laughs> more the beach gives yeah. it away. Um, but yeah, uh, it's one that I've I've had in in the fridge since Obert was nice enough to uh, to share with me. And I was like, I kept I kept looking at it, kept looking at it. I was like, you know what? Today is the day. So, oh boy, so much foam, so much foam. He Come really on. does so, have a ton of foam on his beers, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah he's got the, the touch. <laughs> They're very lively. They come alive. They come alive in my hands. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna pour this into the glass once it once it settles once it settles a little bit. Ooh, it's got a good, nice little smell to it too. Oh, let's see if I can do this. Oh, boy. oh. that's that's all head. <laughs> that's all head. It's it. Oops, all head. <laughs> I know you guys talk about that every week. How Chris doesn't know how to pour beer, but God, I didn't think it was this bad. Yeah. It's a real thing. After topping it off, now it's down to eighty percent head. Yeah, we can, yeah. We can do a couple of segments while it. Uh, Right, <laughs> while, while it settles, it's it's actually dissipates pretty. It's going pretty quick, but unfortunately, I have still half, half a beer, <laughs> half a beer to go. So, anyways, so this is from Grand Forks, North Dakota, uh, the Rhombus Guys Brewing Company. Over is this? Did you stop at the brewery or did you pick this up? I did not. Okay. This was one that I stopped at a package store, or as they call them out there, beer stores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right same here. ask the guy for recommendations and 80 percent of the things that i pointed to he was like yeah nah, don't get that don't get that and uh he was like this one i really like so i knew he had discerning tastes right at least he wasn't trying right. to like lead you yeah. astray i've definitely had that happen before where it's like it's all good and i'm like okay so you're not recommending oh. anything to me okay thank you there used to be a time probably in like 2012 when i would go into a bar that had like 13 beers on tap and be like, well, what beers do you like or recommend? And then the waitress would be like, oh, they're all good. Or like, I don't really drink beer. <laughs> but now I've given up on right. asking for recommendations unless it's like a brewery. Yeah, I, I, a brewery, I think more so. But what I'll do is I'll always go into a, a, if they have like an overwhelming amount of beer, I'll pick like three or four that I want and just be like, okay, the last one is your choice. You choose whatever it is. Just surprise me. Like, what do you like? Yeah. Just pick. Like, just do it. You mean when uh, you're when you're getting and, uh, you know, a taster? Gotcha. Like a flight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. The the head is completely beer now. So. <laughs> oh, there we go. Nice Yoda glass. Ni- yep. My nice, my nice Yoda glass. 
Very Shout cool. out to poor character, of course. As we call him uh, now, old Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Adult Yoda. Uh, but uh, so uh, nice, like orange. Looks hay. It's 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 hazy. It's not filtered. Uh, the the head did not stick around. There's a little bit of little 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 bit of bubbles in there. But ooh, it smells really good though. It smells like a passion fruit, guava, and mango beer. <laughs> but you get a lot of those citrusy, tropicy fruits on the nose. The nose taste is very good. I remember it smelling like Hawaiian punch. Is that accurate? It's been a while since I've sniffed Hawaiian punch. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like it's one of those. Smells but you have though. You forget. have sniffed Hawaiian punch. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, who hasn't sniffed Hawaiian punch? <laughs> Used to be. Real big on the punch back in the day, um, but I guess I can under. I guess I can. I, I'm gonna have to buy. Tell you what, we'll do a face of beers later, where I go get Hawaiian punch, <laughs> and we have it on the podcast. Um, but no, I mean you do get a lot of those 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 tropic flavors. Apparently, Hawaiian punch esque, uh, Hawaiian punch vibes. Uh, but you do get like it smells fruity. It smells crisp. I don't know. We'll 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 see how it tastes. That was the that was the smell taste. Let's see how the mouth tastes. Yeah, Chris hasn't sniffed Hawaiian punch since we got him to quit snorting Kool Aid powder. <laughs> Hawaiian punch is the gateway, the gateway juice. <laughs> He's been clean for seven years now. <laughs> so this is very 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 good. Uh, I get a lot of mango. I don't know. I don't know about you, Ober. I don't know if you remember what you pulled out, but I pull out a lot of mango from it, and it's way more sour than I thought it was going to be. Uh, from the smell, it's it smelled like it was going to be really like sweet and not that it's sweet and like juicy. Where this is more like it's got a bite to it. It's got a nice sourness to it. So um, Dana, if you're out there, you would not like this because <laughs> that's what she always asks. Well, if you're like out it? there, hopefully she's in your house. <laughs> no, if you're out there somewhere, who knows? Blevin kidnapped Todd. No, who knows? She already next? cut the internet Cutting. off to Chris's house. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. Uh, so, but it's, it does it's, say uh, sour ale on the can. So I thought this was less sour than I was expecting. To be honest, I was expecting it to be more like that Berliner, like like seven on the warhead scale, cheek pucker. But I thought it was not overly feel it in your fillings sour. I, don't, I got a good little. I got a good little. Um, like like wh- what was it before? Uh, what did we call it before? I forgot. Or I called it, and you were like like minty. Minty, the minty feeling, Pringly, Pringly, oh, that's Pringly. what it was. <laughs> it's like very, very Pringly. <laughs> but no, it's not like it's not the most sour beer I've ever had. It's not a ten on the. It's not a ten uh, on the sour scale. But I'd probably give this like a. This is like a. I think a solid six or seven. It's approaching um, Granny Smith. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe uh, uh, Granny Smith. Like if you break it down, where four and seven are both Granny Smith, but then there's different <laughs> degrees. Like 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 six point eight is also Granny Smith, but like not nah, that car. <laughs> seven point two is like really getting up there. Uh, but. <laughs> But it's 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 got a little bit of a, a sour kick to it. Um but it, it, it it's very good. Uh I like the balance between the fruit and the sour. Um I mean, reminiscent of a hot summer day. I should probably go make sure my cats aren't dead. Hold on, be right back. Is that a thing that they do? I, my cats don't do this. Is this is this the kind of professionalism you guys do on uh, DAW app where he just like leaves 
just leaves the podcast. They had to, well, you probably heard last week's with the, the, the cats. They had, we had to stop the recording a couple times for the cats. <laughs> Sorry, my cats uh, decided to knock over like one of the tables we have in the living room. They knocked over a table? <laughs> Well, it's like it's like one of those. What are they? What are they called? What kind of uh, cats do you have? I think those are tigers. <laughs> well, like, what are they? What are, what do you call the the fold out like tea table like X table things like the small ones? Card table. I guess they TV table. Yeah, maybe like a TV, TV tray. TV stand. Yeah, TV table. Yeah. Anyways, it's they're they're very flimsy, easy to knock over. They knocked it over. So your cats um, have been watching too much wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting to be the age now where they want to start doing wrestling moves in the house. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're seven and six, so yeah, they're getting old enough. They're getting old <laughs> enough to start wrestling. They don't know that it's. They don't know that they're performers. What are their wrestling right, names, Chris? Uh, one of them is mm, Meowie the <laughs> <laughs> Meowie the Mauler. Yeah, and the other one just goes by El Gato. <laughs> he's a luchador yeah (laughs) there you go meowy the mauler the mauler v el gato okay back to tropic wonder though (laughs) uh but it is very good something that you can have on a nice hot day it's only five percent alcohol nothing too crazy um i don't know i've never heard of rhombus guys so this is a a nice little thing a nice uh brewery to uh, talk about as we as we know last year i had like 200 different breweries but not that many different beers so it's like i don't know uh, but they're solid from north dakota which i did a school project on in whatever grade third grade fourth, fourth grade, grade whatever that was fourth grade yeah no i got north dakota there's nothing in north dakota except for <laughs> rhombus guys now apparently uh, that's what you should have done for the project brought in all their beer <laughs> rhombus guys okay do you remember any state uh, facts in north dakota i know bismarck's is capital uh they i think well there's like a golf course between that spans between the u.s and canada that was like one big thing that they had uh so right now you can only play like six holes and eight and 12 on the other side (laughs) you can't play the whole the whole course i want other than that it's not very populated (laughs) and it's and there's not a lot of famous people in north dakota so there's our north dakota facts uh, North Dakota Facts with Chris, what he remembers from 20-something years ago. However many years ago that was. So many. <laughs> Long time ago. Uh, but yeah, very good beer, though. Uh, thank you, Obert, again. I'm going to give this a four and a quarter as well. I think it's very good. It's um, it's a sour beer that I would definitely like to have again. Or at least maybe more sour beers from this place. Because uh, I don't know if they do sours right all the time, but this sour was done very well. That's what I want to find out, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see there. Uh, well, I won't tell you any of their numbers yet, but, uh, I'm going to find out if they have more good beers, but why don't you tell me what, in addition to your four and a quarter, what you think the average for this Tropic Wonder from Rhombus Guys Brewing Company is. And remember, you have to beat Blevin. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. He's 0.16 off. That's actually pretty darn good. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, okay. So I think it'll be high, but I don't know being North Dakota, I don't know how many check-ins it's going to have. I feel like it's going to be lower on the check-ins, which could lead to a higher score or a lower score. <laughs> it could be anything. Higher really. variance, for sure, with the low number yeah. of check-ins. I'm going to say it's a 4.02. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, I think it's going to be a 4.08. <laughs> Chris is man of the people this week as Damn. the Tropic Wonder. Wait, yes. With 548 check-ins. Okay, it was real, it was more than I thought, but average is a 4.05. Ooh. Damn, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, there we go. Boom. Take that. Pretty Blood. close. You suck. <laughs> but it is a very good beer though. So, um kudos to Rhombus guys who I I assume have been just waiting for their big break to be featured on this podcast. <laughs> finally, yeah, so finally. Have... <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> so this is their fifth highest average uh of all their beers that they have but uh none of the ones that are rated higher than them have over 100 check-ins so i'm imagining this is probably of all of their the regularly available beers i'll say that this is probably their highest rated one nice Um, that's awesome which like on the one hand it's good that if you're going to try a beer from a brewery you're probably never going to have again you had like one of their best ones Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you're like, well, now I don't have to go to Rhombus. Now I don't <laughs> need to go to Grand Forks, North Dakota. Well, there's still four more <laughs> that are better. That one off. Yeah, that's true. That is I true. Got, they got a smoothie stand, raspberry, pineapple, and mango with a 422 with 53 check-ins. So. Well, that does sound pretty darn good. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I will say my, um, my beer, I, I, I uh, poured the rest of the sediment in, and it gets much greener. <laughs> I Oh, wow. Oh, it's wow. Like that- a, yeah, transforming yeah. You should, beer. You should definitely, if you have this one, turn the can upside down. Leave it for that. Leave it like that for a little bit. Really get everything mixed up. Don't shake it or do shake it. I don't know. <laughs> you know what it looks like now? It looks like that um, one of those like Kool Aid jammers ones. Yes, like the yes, it does. Ecto <laughs> cooler jammer. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah, whatever. Ecto, yeah. Second second time we've. Talked about Kool Aid in tonight's episode. <laughs> oh no, we're relapsing. <laughs> we're gonna be be on the aid. Yeah, drinking alone with Fred's exactly. six year old edition. <laughs> right now, I got a, I got gushers. <laughs> this Capri Sun, I give it a four and a half out of five. <laughs> Pull it up on Untapped. <laughs> well, I know we, um, I know that Festivus season is already behind us. But since you did come on the podcast, Blevin, and you seem to have a lot of critiques about how we do things here, I wasn't sure there were any grievances that you wanted to air. Not necessarily <laughs> grievances, but, I, but like I said, I've been getting a lot of emails from your fans saying, hey, you need to really breathe so some this life is, into this, this is podcast. At your, this is at your rival email address for the show? Yeah, yahoo Not, at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not our email address which is DAWF podcast. No, no, this com. is a separate one that all your fans are emailing this is me. DA DAWF podcast sucks at gmail.com. Yeah, I, you'd be surprised at how much email I get for this. So, so I so I thought I'd help you guys out and I came up with a bunch of new uh new segments and so I don't think we're going to have time to do them all. So I'll I'll give you the titles and I'll let you decide which ones you want to do. That's okay. We can then we can steal them and have them on when we have. Well, like, well yeah. Ho- hopefully people. you can steal them and make this podcast, you know, slightly <laughs> make- better than bad, which is okay. what it currently is. <laughs> <laughs> these these are make- yours to use. Um, so the first one is well, this one can only be used today. So New Year's resolutions. Okay. 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 Uh, next next segment is Chris tells a joke. <laughs> Next segment is friendsly advice. 
the next segment is I'll have what they're having. I really like this one. I hope you pick this one. Um, the next one is Bear Reviews. <laughs> okay. I, man, this and, is these are all so enticing. I feel like we need like a wheel with I like know, a right? spinner. Uh, I can pull and the up next a one, wheel. Next one is um, Why Can't We Be Friends? Okay, probably not picking <laughs> that one, but uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Fuck, Mary Kill. Can we swear on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be 21 okay. to listen, so. Okay. Fuck, Mary Kill. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is is just, just general DAWF trivia. Hmm. Man, you got a lot of intriguing ones on here. Right. Um, hmm. Why don't we go back and forth? Why don't we all pick one? Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I kind of want to start with Bear Facts. What was the bear one? <laughs> No, so, it was it was rate a bear. Rate a no, bear. It's, it's called bear reviews. This, bear reviews. This okay. is this is so you 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 give a bear a review in the middle of your beer reviews. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So hey, Chris, Chris, look out behind you. Over, over, play dead. Hey, grab the bear spray. Grab the bear spray. It's time for bear reviews. It's bear reviews. This is a segment where we're going to review bears. And uh, I'll get the first one for you guys. You don't have to worry about it. You can. Okay, good. Uh, so today I'm going to be reviewing panda bears. Uh, most people think panda bears are cute, which they are. But did you know that they could climb trees at five months old and eat 10 to 16 hours a day? That's crazy. They mark their territory by doing handstands against trees to piss higher. And they also huh. poop 40 times a day, which, according to Brendan, is slightly less than him. <laughs> um, this is this is all courtesy of the WWF, which is not the World Ride Wrestling Federation. Uh, <laughs> uh, but as you may or may not know, giant pandas reproduce. Uh, the reproduction is tough. They Sometimes they're not compatible and... According to National Geographic, sometimes they don't know what to do. That sounds uh, so this, like a bad bear. If they yes. can't keep the bear <laughs> so this species leads, going. This leads, them, this leads them to be endangered. And actually, I saw a video while looking at panda bears where uh, they, had to, they had to give a, a baby panda bear like shots or something. They had to give them some, some tests. So what they did is they gave the mother bear a piece of fruit through the bars to the cage Um and then the mother bear was so preoccupied with the fruit that they just took the baby bear away from her. And she didn't, <laughs> didn't care. Not great maternal so, instincts on so, those bears, you're saying. So, so basically, a panda bear, terrible mom. Terrible at continuing their species. But cute and fuzzy. So I'm going to give panda bears a three and a half out of five stars. Okay. And that's, that's been bear reviews. <laughs> I like it. That was a good one. Now, what... Uh, what did National Geographic rate them on a scale of yeah. 4 to 5? Well, on a scale from 4 to 7, with 5 being the highest, they give them about a 6. Oh, okay. That's okay. pretty... That's yeah, all. not bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bear reviews. Nice. Yeah. So this next uh, segment is called Chris Tells a Joke. Chris, mm -hmm. you got the stage. Tell us a joke. Oh, okay. Luckily, I am, I am always prepared with jokes. <clears throat> Let's see. <laughs> the other day, a German shepherd peed on my front lawn right in front of me, and today he brought his dog with him. Chris, uh, Chris, Chris tells a joke. If you don't want to play along, we don't. We can skip this segment. Yeah, 
If you don't have anything, no, just say so. It was, it was good. It was funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's because you didn't. I don't. My soundboard doesn't work, but I'm hitting the 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 laugh track. Everybody's yeah. laughing. Really well, we're, we're holding up the sign that says like laughter and applause to the <laughs> applause. live studio audience. But they're not getting the hint. <laughs> yeah, you guys. You guys are really ruining my joke. <laughs> it was us. Yeah, you guys got to pick it up a little bit. All right. No, but there were some other good ones in there, too. I all wish right, so I had them all the next... written down. Yeah, I'll, I'll send them to you after. Uh, this this next segment is called I'll Have What They're Having. Yeah, that one I, that one I was intrigued by. Yeah, so, me too. Um, so this one you're going to have to add a certain Meg Ryan sound effect here. Chris, I'm, um, can you play that out for us? No, nobody's seen Sleepless in Seattle, I guess. Hi, I'm Meg Ryan, and I like... Stealing that, other people's food. That was I a guess. really that was a really good joke. Had you seen uh, that movie? What, what movie was that again, Blevin? I believe it's Sleepless in Seattle. You sure it's not When Harry Met Sally? It could have been When <laughs> Harry Met Sally too. <laughs> Either way, it's in both movies. Yeah. <laughs> Same writers. She Either way, there's a sound effect people are having. Yeah. Either way, there's a sound effect that you should uh, add to it. Okay. Oh. Oh, 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 God. Oh, yes. Um, so this one is, I'm going to name some celebrity beers, and you're going to you're gonna have to guess who the celebrity is, or, or group, or whatever. Are, they, are these beers that they were caught in public drinking? Or? Uh, no, these are beers that um, they either, they had a hand in making in some way. Okay. okay so the first one is called the Trooper Red and Black Porter. I know uh, that one. You do know that one. Yeah, that's Iron Maiden. Okay, well, I don't have to give the description, then you get one point. Oh, did I win? Did <laughs> ding, I win ding, ding. Did I, ding, ding. I win. You, you won the first round. That I'm was, so good at Chris this. Chris is winning one, one to nothing. As the lead singer of blank... <laughs> Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson is one badass <laughs> rocker who has surely drunk a wide variety of brews in his time. This porter is a take on an original Robinson's recipe from the 1850s, and the yeast presents hints of licorice and honey. A blend of chocolate and crystal malts give this, gives this full-bodied beer its, its signature red and black color. It's a roasted malt and caramel foundation to go with. While it's the first Dark Trooper beer, it's not the first overall. Its iteration joins the rank of, ranks of the 2013 original Hollowed Beer and Limited Edition 666 Brew. Hmm, very interesting. Do they still uh, make Dickinson that? Dickinson is a badass, by the way. I don't know if you guys know much about him, but he is so awesome. He he flies the 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 group's plane. He's like a licensed pilot and flies the plane. So. <laughs> yeah, he's an unlicensed I mean, pilot. Do, it, I mean, they're they're from they're from Germany. They could do it. No, they're not. They're from England. Damn. But anyways, and um, but he also like has beaten cancer and like still tr- like travels the the world. It's he's he's awesome. He's awesome. So anywho. Sorry, nice. I didn't mean to ruin by getting all getting it so right, yeah, or being you... so smart. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of reviews that I found on this one were were this was all well. Two of these are from a popular mechanics article. I don't know why they're reviewing beers, but from whatever. Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the reviews is good, but I would have expected more body from Iron Maiden for it to be thick like blood. <laughs> Maybe they should okay. stick to reviewing popular mechanics and the other review was pretty darn tasty <laughs> okay. that's that sounds a little bit more on on brand that's yeah. like what reviews we have here yeah. <laughs> yeah good they need more quantifying their their beers they need numbers 
So, you, <laughs> so here's your second beer. Hopefully you don't get this one right away. And if you do, then... Well, now I know how it works. So I'll, I'll just wait. And then I'll... <laughs> okay. And then I'll get it right, maybe. This this or one not. might be a little bit easier. Actually, I thought the other I thought that one was going to be hard. So who knows? This one Jimmy be... Buffett. Oh wait, oh, you're supposed to cow. wait, Chris. Land shark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's called the Punk and Drublick Hoppy Hoppy Lager. When Blank of Blank told us he was interested in brewing a beer, the first thing we said was, "Why are you calling us at 3 a.m. and how did you get our number?" Turns out he was serious for once, and after completely ignoring the advice of our legal team, we figured we should give it a shot. The result is Stone and Blank Hoppy Lager. Uh, Pumpkin Drublick Hoppy Lager, which, against all odds, is really fucking good. There is no light, corporate, tasteless beer for drinking on the beach. We're still stone, and Punk is not dead yet. This is a hopped-up, bold, flavorful lager that, an author- that the authority figures in your life will sure to hate. So, crack one open and revel in this self-entitled beer. Hmm, that's a tough one. I don't know anything. Made by Stone. Punk. Yeah, like I, when I think punk, I don't think like a West Coast California brewery, you know? Right. I think mm. like England. Um, well, so, th- so this is, you know, not England punk. This is more, uh, yeah, newer punk. New uh, punk. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a hint. Punk and Drublick is the name of this group's album. Well... I got to defer to our music guy, Chris, because I don't know. Punk and Drublick. The only, the, the first person that came to this, and I don't think, I don't think this, uh, let's see, punk. I thought of like the Dropkick Murphys for some reason. Daft Punk. Da- yeah. Mr. Daft yeah, of Daft go. Punk. <laughs> Moby. <laughs> Is Moby Punk? Is <laughs> Moby Punk. Uh, or, I don't know. The, the title of the episode. <laughs> Is Moby Punk. It's Moby Punk. I for some reason I thought it was when you started I was like Steve O from Jackass I don't know because <laughs> he said that's uh, why they calling it not far off. off not far off not far off Johnny Knoxville from Jackass <laughs> uh, I I don't think I'm gonna get it over nothing no no what do you got I what thought this it? was gonna be the easiest one but it turns out you're you're not as punk as I thought. I think Landshark is going to be the easiest one. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler, Landshark isn't on the list. Oh. Uh, this is Fat Mike of NoFX. Oh. oh. Nope. No. Oh, Fat okay. Mike. How? Yeah. Darn. <laughs> How do we miss such a notable person? Yeah. Oh, like... man. I See, well, I thought you would have gotten this one. Well, this, this last one's going to be a lot harder then. <laughs> oh, good. I don't know. We Just nailed, Chris nailed the first one. He did. I got it once, which was crazy. You must have heard the beer, heard of the beer before, right? I'm fairly certain I've had the beer. Oh, okay. Yeah, and also I love Iron Maiden. So okay, so there we go. Okay, so our last beer is called the Faith American Ale. Does anybody have a clue yet? Bruce Springsteen. Okay, no. Um, this is wait, Joel Austin. Fred Durst. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So this is an actor. A recent oh, addition to Blank's resume, Faith American Ale is the sole beer made by the company and per Blank, beer that smells good or smells, looks, and tastes like a life well lived, like the fields and the sky and the sun have been brewed into every sip. 
born in the Catskills. It's essentially a Belgian-style ale with a taste of a lager, hoppy flavor, and it's not overwhelming. And I, I do want to read the reviews before I let you guys... Okay, because it sounds like a tasty beer. Uh, so one of our editors, drink it again. Uh, only one of our editors would drink it again, if that tells you anything. And our thoughts. It impressively tastes like nothing. Surprised by the high ABV <laughs> to low taste ratio. <laughs> Another review. Kind of like Bud Light Lanch kind of like Bud Light, Land Shark has more taste. Wow. And the last review is it's the color of a good, bitter, skunky, warm, bad beer. <laughs> really ripping it apart. Uh now I want to yeah, try it. Because face my beers. Right? I feel like we have to. So it's this is an actor. And the cat skills? I don't know if that has anything to do with the actor, but I'm not I don't know what the I think actor it's looks. that. I think it's the actress Faith. What's her name? You know, Faith. Well, uh, I said actor, so Faith. It's not an Faith somebody. I kept. I kept thinking Tim McGraw. I don't know why, and I'm like. So it's not Tim McGraw or Faith Hill who uh, Obert was going Tim. for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just hoping. I was just casting a wide net with any Faiths yeah, out there. Because she's a sing, She's a singer, and as far as I know, not an actor. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess Clint gonna Eastwood. Say, he. He was on, uh, he's on two shows. One of them was spun off from the original show. He has his own spinoff his, with his brother, Niles. Oh, Frasier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Yes, Kelsey Grammer. Interesting. Has his own beer company that brews one beer. And it's bad. And it's bad. <laughs> and it's garbage. It's called Faith American Ale. Faith American <laughs> Ale. I'm going to have to look, I'm going to make a note. What do you think the untapped Lowest. average is here? Like, let's we could pull it out. <laughs> oh, that's uh, okay. oh, this is good. Without ten, I'm gonna with, say, I say two point six three. Uh, uh, two two point two six. No, it's I not that bad. I, I think they thrashed it. No, it's um. I mean, Popular Mechanics thrashed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh three and a half, four hundred and seventy three okay, check-ins. Yeah, that's, that's still pretty low. We don't have a lot of beers that are under three and a half. No, I mean that's okay. that is low, but still. Uh, cool. Well, I love Frasier, so I'm gonna maybe you'd like his beer. I'm gonna have to try it. Maybe I would. So that's it for I'll have what they're having. That was fun. That was fun. I had no, I, except for the first one. You got the first the, one like right away. Yeah, I was starting so hot. It was so awesome. But, uh, I, I guess how would I ever know there's a, there's that Kelsey a lot of, Grammer had? Well, that. I didn't think you would. That one just it was funny because it was Kelsey Grammer. Okay, so I had to add it to the list. Gotcha. <laughs> That's awesome. I was really thinking Better Call Saul when we were talking about show spinoffs. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's who I thought of too when you said spinoff, and I was like, I, I don't know, but I didn't. You know, there's a lot of other celebrities that have beers, and they're like, oh, the Hanson Company is like, oh, that's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Jim Hanson. Uh, <laughs> right. It was, it was Jim Hanson. Yeah, I really heard. I hear the Rainbow Connection IPA is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to hear the other uh, segments? Sure. So we got friendsly advice. Why can't we be friends? So are these all just, Fuck. just to be clear, these are just segments that you perform at us. These are. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. And, and you, and you guess the answer. And well, uh, why can't we be friends it involves you guys. Oh, I wanted to hear friendsly advice. All right. Right. This is friendsly advice. This is. Advice from the friends on drinking alone with friends. So if I go to a new brewery, I see a ton of beers I want to try. I only have time for one. What do I, how do I choose? Is it, do I go by gut? 
Do I try their flagship? What do you guys do when you go to a new brewery? Oh, so this is soliciting advice from us. Okay. I thought you were quizzing us on advice you've yes. given in the show before. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you only got time for one, huh? I don't know. Uh, Chris, what do, you, what do you do? I will likely just go for something that is not one of their everyday offerings. Maybe something that's a one-off or something like something like that and uh and something that'll fit my palate the best so like i'll generally go for like an ipa or double ipa something like that um unless there's like really high praise for like one beer in particular i don't know it all depends more of a gut feeling for you then yeah yeah i think go with your guts good advice but for those of you who like don't have that gut feeling who get paralyzed by the choices when you go in my advice would be um Go with the the beer that's probably like something like you never tasted before, like that green tea pale ale. Like you're not gonna try that anywhere else. You might as well go for that while you can get it here. You can get your amber air amber ale anywhere. You know you can get that double IPA at, at the next brewery down the road. Um, or like Chris said about seasonals, ask for like whatever like their most recently brewed IPA is, because like that makes a big difference if it's fresh, fresh, freshly fermented. You know. Yeah. Um, especially if you're getting cans to go. Um, I think especially if you're brewery hopping, you kind of, you, you only get one when you go. You can't really, unless, you know, you're doing it all day, you can get a flight. But yeah, that's most what, of the time you only have that, that one choice. That would be Chris's advice. He would say, take your 16 ounces and pour it into five smaller into four glasses, glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and make them different beers. No, 100% that's my go-to. If, if there's a flight available, I'm doing a flight. But Right, yeah. And it's weird to but go to breweries guess... these days and not have flights available. True, true, true. Yeah, so there right, you go. So you are wiser advice. Uh, I want to get into X style of beer. What tips would you give me for generally starting to like a certain style of beer? Like, let's say I, I've never had stout before. How would, how would I start? If I never had a sour before, do you want to start at the sourest thing, least sour thing? Like, where do you, where do you start? Well, that's tough. I mean, it's like, how do you, it's like trying to force your taste buds to like something isn't always easy. Uh, you got to Stockholm syndrome them sometimes, <laughs> you know, like a little kid with vegetables. I mean, I'm sure you guys are the same with, with IPAs and like coffee, right? Like you don't like it the first time you try it. Right. Right. I mean, everybody think back to your first beer. Like, <laughs> what was it? It was gross, right? Like, everybody hated it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't know. It, that That is a tough one. I, I wouldn't say go for something. You're not going to, like, sours is what you, comes to mind or what you just said. But I wouldn't go for the most sour thing. But I would definitely try and find something that is a sour with flavors that you know you already like. So, like... As a for instance, if if you like blueberries and you see a blueberry sour, you might want to try that one first, just to like get yourself used to it. Um, and that goes for anything. I mean, a stout. Go for that blueberry stout. Go for that blueberry stout. <laughs> Why not? Do it. IPA blueberry IPA. Chris's advice you is very get- blueberry. As long as you like blueberries, get your foot in the door. Chris is the guy to go to if you like blueberries. Pie blueberry. If you don't pie. like blueberries. Just don't drink anything. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't. I mean, blueberry is the gateway fruit. We all know this. Can you add some blueberries to this Bud Light, please? <laughs> I need to, a very wise man once told me I need to like blueberries. Uh, that's that's my advice. All right. Blueberries. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's keep trying it till you're 
until you either like it or you give up. Keep just drinking whatever you. Can I guess find. that's like a little kid of vegetables. You just got to keep getting them to try it. And like <laughs> apparently with kids, you got to have them try a vegetable like seven times before they like it. So seven is the magic appa- number. Like on average, they've done studies. Oh, Chris, can you confirm? As dad <laughs> of the pod, I don't know. CJ eats everything. <laughs> then he'll yeah. have no problem drinking different beers when he grows up. It's my boy. <laughs> He's already into Pokemon, so we're we're all, we're almost there. <laughs> what else could you ask? There we go. I don't know. I don't know. I think we should save save these remaining segments for the next time right. that Blevin is on the podcast. Honestly, don't <laughs> think there's going to be a next time. I think your listeners are going to probably hate this. <laughs> well, then there might not be a podcast next. It'll week. <laughs> be a, a nice tease for the end of the universe. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, because we are we are running a little bit long here. I know we got to get our right. everyone's favorite segment, our three handles on our frosty mug of wisdom. We still got that. Well, this week up we're here, not doing so. handles. This week we're doing sandals. Three sandals on our frosty beach of yep. Kulata. So, th- so this week, this week instead of handles, Chris, you're gonna love this one. You don't have to think of a handle. Oh, thank God. It's it's gonna be. What is your recommendation for sandals? Like the beach resort? <laughs> no, like. <laughs> like the actual footwear there we go okay <laughs> i uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna start us off wait or do you want to play your theme song yeah first? yeah we gotta play we okay. gotta thank jordan for our uh completely inappropriate this week theme song <laughs> <laughs> but uh jordan take it away test your handle test your handle Mug of wisdom. Okay, thanks, Jordan. As always, uh, a little different this week. My handle, my my sandal this week is the cheap two dollar sandals that you get from Old Navy. You you bring two pair along on vacation. If one gets broken or stolen, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to get mad. You just go back to your room, get another pair of sandals. And this actually happened to me one time when we were, I was at a resort in Grenada and someone stole my sandals while I was at the pool. You, you stepped on a pop top? What did I do? I didn't get mad. What? You stepped on a pop top? I stepped on a <laughs> <laughs> Your flip flop? <laughs> I just went back to the room. I got my second set of sandals, continued on my vacation. Kept a closer eye on the second pair. <laughs> <laughs> and when, you pa- when you're packing, they take up a lot less room. Two pair of sandals take up a lot less room than one pair of your, like, Adidas, those big sandals that you would normally So your recommendation is specifically the flip-flops. Yes. Gotcha. Which I think is a subcategory of sandal. A flip-flop isn't a sandal. No, I think a flip-flop is a sandal, but not all sandals are flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> Would you agree with that? Like, I think that's correct. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, oh, when are we doing the ad break for this? When are we doing the ad break? Yeah. <laughs> Why, do you have an ad you want to promote? No, no, I was just, I was just wondering. I was, I was going to sneak in on the ad break, too, for like me undies or Nature Box or something. What, what are we doing this week? Uh, we're doing shopping apps. <laughs> oh, you guys don't do ads on this show. We cornered we cornered the market on shopping apps. 
I have one. Burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> uh, giving him notifications right now about the weekly sales. I got one earlier today. I'm excited about it. Um, so I'm going to pass my sandal off to Brendan. Okay, I get the the middle sandal this week. <laughs> so um, there's a big a big debate around here about um, t- uh, Tevas or Tevas versus Chacos, and uh, I don't know if it's like a hipster Bozeman thing. But uh, out here, the Sakos are really popular, which is Chacos with socks. Um, oh I've seen a lot of people hiking with that. Do you have, I guess, better uh, better ventilation? No blisters, but not for me. Uh, <laughs> I I've always been a, a, a Tiva fan, but but yeah, unfortunately, popcorn got hungry and she ate my sandals this summer, so I had to buy a new pair. Uh, and I stuck with the Tiva brand because I'm a convert. They're pricey. I used to be, be back before I knew things. I used to be in the cheaper is better. I wouldn't even spring for Old Navy. I would go to Walmart and get the cheapest pair of sandals they had. The cheapest pair of flip-flops they had, which is like $2. Um, <laughs> but if you're going to be on your feet all day in them, you know, it's fine if you're like, oh, I'm just going to throw these on to walk from the pool to the hotel room. But if you're going to be like, taking a walk along the beach, I think you're going to want, you're going to miss that comfort level a little bit. So I invested in a good pair and um, until my dog ate them, they lasted a really long time. So uh, Tiva is my brand of sandal this week. Had you had $2 sandals and your dog ate them, you wouldn't even be mad. You're right. I wouldn't even be mad. That's a good point. (laughs) But I got many, I got years and years out of them and years of abuse too, like in the river, walking on like rocky shores and stuff. So and can't do that with flip-flops. You need, the, you need them strapped securely to your feet. No flipping and flopping or they'll just float down the river without you. Um, and I don't know if I've ever seen Chris wear sandals before. That's a very, so, that's a very, very good observation over it. So true to form, Chris, take it away with a third sandal. Still. I don't have a sandal. Uh, so... You are you are not incorrect. I do not wear sandals very often or at all, really. Uh, even when I go to the beach, it's like either wearing my sneakers or just like I don't have shoes on. Like one of the two. You wear sneakers at the beach when I'm when I'm like when you set up. You are a yeah, he's the dad. He's the dad. Yeah, no, no, no. When you like set up your stuff, like yeah, I have my sneakers on, and then when I'm done setting, just pull up your socks up, to your knees, and then boom. Take them off, and then there you go. That's the rest of your day. Anywho, there is... That's right. He puts the sandy, the wet, sandy foot back in the sock, <laughs> back oh, in the shoe, and then walks the three, the three miles back to the car. Three miles? Oh, God. I would never go to a beach if I had to walk three miles. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal breaker. No way. I don't it even feels know, like three even, miles with the sandy feet. I don't even like like the beach in that sense that much like enough to walk three miles but um but that being said i i do have a pair of nike flip-flops i guess uh but they're not they're not sandals i I don't consider them sandals even though they might be because to me sandals have the little little thing that goes in between your toes the 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 you know i don't like that this one's just a solid band that goes over the foot so yeah the the flip-flop versus sandal Again, yes, yeah. yeah. 
So just like your, I have a pair of Nike sandals, I guess, or flip-flops, or no, sandal. I don't remember what I said now. Um, <laughs> but they don't go between your big toe and the rest of your toes. No, no, no. They No, no toe separation there. They get anxiety. They don't like it. <laughs> he so. puts his first two toes on one side and <laughs> toes on the other. The big toe doesn't like to be alone. It needs to come sock out. over all of that. Oh, but, I mean, I bought one pair, and that's pretty much it. I don't know. I, I still have them. They're somewhere. I don't know where they are right now. Don't use them very often. Like, if I had to go run out to grab the trash can at night or something, like that's that's a that's a, that's a a flip-flop job. Or, that's sandal time right there. Yeah, that's sandal yeah. time, baby. Uh, but other than that, eh, I don't, I don't do the, the whole that. And just so I'm clear, the whole premise of this segment is because sandal rhymes with handle. With handle, right? yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's... You, you can feel free to use this segment again for candles or flannels. Now, if you had done candles, Chris would have been all over that. I Little known fact of the podcast. Well, well, well I'm, I'm, here to, I'm here to give you segments. I can talk candles, okay? You can use candles as another handle next week. There you go. I may have already done candles before. I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's been 120 episodes. I, th- trust me, there there's not a lot of stuff around me. I'm sure at one point I saw a candle. Like, <laughs> but well, that's it. That's it. We're done. Okay. That's it. We're done. We're done. Bye. No. <laughs> Well, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided the beers today. I would like to start off by thanking Rhombus Guys for their Tropic Wonder Sour Ale. Uh, I'm going to thank Tox, but they didn't really buy my beer for me. I bought it from them, so I'll thank myself for buying Tox beer. You would. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very Blevin move. (laughs) Of course. I'll thank uh, Pooser's Rum for the recipe for my painkiller. But you didn't buy Pooser's Rum. No, but you know they didn't. They trademarked it, so I got to give them credit for the recipe. There you go. See, we we pay, we give credit where credit is due. Unlike some people, <laughs> <laughs> make sure that you uh, follow hashtag follow the email dawfpodcast at gmail dot com. Send us all your thoughts. Uh, I mean. If you are ever going to listen to the podcast again after this, um, if you made it this far, I mean, yeah, if God you made it this you. far, we got you. We got you on the hook. Uh, uh, of course, uh, bl- uh, if you want to reach out to Blevin, DAW podcast sucks at gmail.com. <laughs> you can reach him directly there. Yeah. Uh, make sure you're jumping over to iTunes and giving us five star reviews. Uh, go ahead and give us five star review and, you know, write something funny if it's if it's even if it isn't funny we'll probably read it (laughs) you can can also give a zero star review no that's not allowed we don't do that we don't do that here (laughs) no yeah not allowed five five stars or no stars baby i was zero stars for not asking me if i want if i have anything to plug on your podcast i'm the guest we haven't gotten that far yet yeah also i would never (laughs) yeah <laughs> no, I was looking through the reviews today. There were some very kind ones on there, but none funny enough yet to be read aloud on the show. That's true. So you know, keep working on it, people. If you've already done one, steal someone's phone and mm-hmm. do another one. Maybe you'll get on that way. So. It has to be an iPhone, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we learned that today. Can't be on Android. Oh, man. Uh, jump in, join the Discord. Uh, it is uh, a lot of fun. Um, 
good way to get in contact with us all the time. Follow us on all social medias, DAF Podcast. I mean, pretty much Instagram is is the good way to get a hold of us or the Discord. So yeah, the Discord. Tell us your sandals. Tell us your Ooh, sandals. Yeah, story. we need we need the sandals. Um, but other than give that, them some segment ideas. They're really hurting for them. Segment ideas. Yes. <laughs> apparently, apparently we are stale. That's what the kid. That's what the kids are saying, I guess. I'm just repeating what your fans are telling me. You know, That's, don't, yeah. don't put that on me. That's what they're saying at the water cooler around around work. <laughs> Do you listen to the latest off? No. They haven't they lost their luster. They're the same, yeah. They just without tub, it's just they're missing that magic uh magic <laughs> ingredient. You know what I wish they had? Incomplete footwear. That's really what I want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> footwear that's only practical for like i don't know five percent of your life like that's what that's what we need uh so blevin do you have anything to put over like no I don't know. no i don't okay i just I wanted to be asked no, well in that case in that case never mind redacted <laughs> well well thank you all for listening and of course my name's chris my name's obert and i'm tud <laughs> it was him the whole time. Oh shit, Blevin! I'm Blevin. <laughs> and and this has been drinking alone with friends. Okay. What's your so, tagline? Have so, a good day. So Blevin, does, Blevin <laughs> clearly does not listen to the whole podcast. I've never listened to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> If you're drinking alone, do it with friends. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Is that how I get this to stop? How I get to leave this? Now I can turn the outro music up a little bit. Fade it up. Let's get out of here. That's the worst experience of my life. So yeah, same here. Tud did ask a question, and I think I think he sent a few questions, but I think this is probably. the most thing first question why well his last question is why do you hate baby animals and this is a good question i mean we've all been wondering it well he told us about how he stole that panda from the zoo that is true that is true yeah i don't hate all animals just soft cute and cuddly animals just like just like the cutest the cutest form of animals the defenseless ones exactly exactly the ones that are he, he goes and he heckles all the babies. <laughs> Tapping on the, the window. Why can't you just be stronger? <laughs> Grow up already. <laughs> Look how big your mom is. Jeez. Watch what happens when I give her fruit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he goes to the elephant cage. Your mom is fat. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Puffin. Take it easy. <laughs> Oh, I had a great day today. I went to the zoo, heckled so many animals. <laughs> <laughs> Local zoo has new has new tiger cubs. Plevin's like, well, I got a weekend plan. Let's go. <laughs> we we got to heckle some cu- tiger cubs. Let's go. Got to ruin some self-esteem of some tiger cubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>